Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. It's not quite time for the madness that is college basketball in March, but that doesn't mean the fun has to wait. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players a chance to cash $100. New customers can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week, and if your team makes it rain, you cash $100. That's right. All it takes is one little three-pointer to be hit by your chosen team to turn $1 into one zero zero, Sounds like a no-brainer. This slam dunk of an offer won't be around forever, so head to the App Store now and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and get in on all the action. But suppose college basketball isn't your thing. Not a problem. DraftKings Sportsbook app has daily odds on hockey, soccer, over-under season totals for Major League Baseball, and so much more. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its customers since 2012, so they know a thing or two about big paydays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. That's promo code THPN for new customers to get a shot at 100 to 1 odds on any basketball game to hit a three-point shot only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, and Virginia only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out over four dollars free bets. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Virginia, call 888-532-3500. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, ladies and gentlemen. As you've noticed, you walk through the door and there's something a little different when you walk in. <laughs> you know, typically I'd save such an announcement for the end of the podcast, but considering what you guys heard in the beginning, a new intro, an actual sponsorship well there's no hiding it everyone i guess i should just come out and tell you as if you haven't seen on social media anyway (laughs) the grit and barrett podcast is now officially a part of the hockey podcast network that's right boys and girls two months of grinding and promoting And just working hard and putting this podcast and time and hours in for all of you. And here we are. I won't lie, this was a goal of mine. When I first saw the Hockey Podcast Network. And I liked their setup. I really did. And I'll admit, I kind of bugged Isha, who runs it. Isha and Dylan, I'd like to thank them for bringing me in and dealing with me. But this was a goal I'd set up. And about a month ago... They said, you know, we like that you're up and running and we'd like to, we like your style, but, uh, get your numbers up, you know, get your numbers up and, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what you can do, kid. 
You know, just uh, get your numbers up and we'll talk. Well, my listens at one point were 56. Then up to 90, to 105, 110, 92, 115, and last week's episode was 93. Now, these are listens. I don't know how that's counted, but it's pretty impressive. And what I did was that I just went out and promoted the hell out of this thing, put up links, put up stuff, and just the equivalent of going around town and slapping up posters on every telephone pole and corner and place that I'm legally allowed to do so. And two months of grinding has paid off. (laughs) Uh, Thursday, we made it official. Um, There's still a bit of a transition going on. As you heard in the beginning, there are sponsorships. You know, we have uh, DraftKings sponsors we're going to be running now. You're going to see more ads running. There's going to be a bit more filler in this podcast a little bit. But this is what you got to do. This is what you got to do sometimes. And don't get me wrong. It's still going to be me. I'm still going to be here. Recalling these Bears games. I'm going to talk hockey nonsense with all of you. Don't worry i'm still gonna be me and you're still gonna listen there's just gonna be a little bit more as well so again thank you to the hockey podcast network for bringing me in our sponsor DraftKings. hard to believe i hear DraftKings and my bookie on uh, sports podcasts all the time and here i am here i am doing them oh just too good and before we do move on, this is dedicated to my grandmother, Patricia Blosser, who died of COVID and dementia back on December 5th. This is for you, Grandma. You would have wanted me to pursue this and follow my dreams and face any new challenge. Love you, Grandma. Say hi to Grandpa for me. All right, enough of that. Let's get right to it. The boys had a three-game weekend this weekend as Wednesday night. We went back to the corner of 7th and Hamilton. We went back to the Electrodrome, the PPL Center, there in downtown Allentown. And I got to admit, ladies and gentlemen, that it was good to see some fans at Allentown. Oh, (laughs) silly me. I skipped ahead a bit. Our uh, our state announced this week that some uh, Corona Chan restrictions have been um, have been rolled back a bit. Not a lot. Not a lot. Still like fifteen percent indoors, twenty five percent outdoors. We're not the Rust Belt. We're not the Sun Belt. Just you know, we're just we're just peeling the Band-Aid off a little bit. That's all that we're doing. That's it. This now allowed the PPL Center to bring fans in. Mohegan Sun Arena there in Wilkes-Barre is going to have fans there in about, I think, March 17th. Uh, is going to have fans there. And I'm glad. I, I am honestly glad that the PPL Center has fans in it. I may despise that fan base sometimes. But that building needs that fan base. Well, I'll... I'll All arenas need their fan base, but there's just something missing there without them. But I'm rambling on a bit now, aren't I? So there was probably about 800 people at the PPL Center. Full season ticket holders only, done via raffle. Who cares? People were there. There were still some cardboard cutouts. Melvin was still there. The Phantoms ring crew in their orange jumpsuits were there. But it was really good to hear Bowtie Ben on the loudspeakers on the television uh, broadcast as well. A uh, friend, friend of ours as well, an MC there of the Phantoms. Good guy. Good to hear him still up and running. But enough of kissing certain parts of the PPL Center's butts. Let's get right in, right into the game. Bears, Phantoms on a Wednesday night there in Allentown. Hockey's healing. Really good to see. So early on in the game... The Phantoms got up early, got an early strike on the boys. After the Phantoms entered the zone, 
a missed tripping call, but these are one of the times where the hockey gods gave it right back as the Phantoms were able to, to get around Feviari, modified two-on-one, and just an easy pass over into the net past Phoenix Copley, and it's one nothing Phantoms. Oofta. Yeah, that kind of sucks, um, but that's just the speed and skill of these Phantoms. They are young, they are fast, and they are dangerous. And when they get their wheels going, and when these youngins just start moving, I mean, th- th- this Phantoms team, they can score in bunches if they want to. And, uh, yeah. Zach mentioned during the podcast that the PPL Center was known for its zoo-like atmosphere. His words, not mine. And as I, I mentioned on uh, Twitter here through the podcast, that that is absolutely true. The fan base is loud. The attitude is in your face. And it's definitely a thing. So, uh, so yeah. So the boys were able to get it back with a really nice shorthanded goal by Martin Feviari to tie the game and make it 1-1-1. All right. All right. Nice to see the boys answer. Take it to the Phantoms at home because there's nothing that shuts that place up than a quick goal. What do you mean they scored? And the Phantoms get it back to make it 2-1. Oh, God, it's going to be one of those nights, isn't it? It's going to be one of those nights. But, okay, okay, we get out of the first. We're going to be fine. We are going to be fine. And then midway through the, through the second, a nice face-off to the, the thinking left of Sandstrom. Face-off win. Gersich shot. <sighs> Top corner where Mama keeps the cookies, to quote the great Rick Jarrett. And Shane Gersich has tied the game with the beautiful shot. The perfect 10, former Ty Dillinger. And it is 2-2. We are tied, just fighting back, trading goals at the PPL Center. I'd still be stressed out if I was there watching this game. So the Phantoms get another power play late in, and they're sort of being a, a lackadaisical. It's just, all right, can't enter the zone. Uh, let's just do some drop passes at center ice. We'll be fine. And all it took was one lazy pass near the blue line, a little poke check, and there's AJ off to the races in on Sandstrom. Deeks backhand scores! Axel Janssen Fialbi, him and his beautiful hair. Such volume, such color. He's worth it. And it's a short-handed goal. Two short-handed goals. Plural. And it's three to Hershey. And what a way to take it to the Phantoms there at the PPL Center. These are the mistakes that a young team makes. And you take advantage of them. Love it. Getting a win there at the Electrodrome. But... The Phantoms, as they always do, just keep pressuring and pressuring. And there's a turnover at the blue line. And oh my god, it's a two-on-none. Pass over. Shot. Copley knocks it down, but it's loose. Scramble squirts out. Copley's out of position. And in comes Radcliffe. Shot on net. And Shane and Shane Gersich. Garrett Pilon kneels in front of the net. Sacrifices the body. And it deflects off of him. Garrett Pilon. Get that man a beer after the game. Somebody buy that man a beer. He saves a goal. And it saves like that. That galvanizes the team. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. That just, oh, I love stuff like that. Players making the sacrifice on the road, denying their rivals. Love it. But the Phantoms just do what they always do and just keep poking and prodding and shooting and firing. There's an early third period surge. Okay, fine. They were going to do this. I've had this happen to me at PPL before. Third periods are stressful there. I should know this. 
And long shot from the point. There's Cal O'Reilly in front. Tips it, and it goes into the net. Ugh. Cal O'Reilly. Healed, healthy, and deflected. Tied at three. Okay, okay. I, I'm I, I'm like Hades from Hercules not right now. What? What do you mean they tied? Okay, okay, okay. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. Okay. We've had one goal games against these guys all season. I'll take a point at PPL. It's a tough place to play. It is. It's a tough place to play. And about four minutes and change to go. Nice little scramble in front of Copley who loses his stick. Uh, uh, uh Uh-oh. Okay. And knocks it back out to the point. There's Derek Pouliot. Wrists it. And it goes by his glove hand. Derek Pouliot. Former Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguin. Because of course. Four, three, Phantoms. Two goals in three minutes with less than four minutes to go. Are you kidding me? Now, Wednesday night, I was very, very salty about this. Extremely upset. Because I can handle losing, but blowing leads late. And this is this is not, oh, uh, you just had a bad night in... In uh, Lehigh Valley, you'll get him next time. No, this is three times. Three. Uno, dos, tres. Three. One goal games. The season opener. Up one nothing. Less than a minute to go. Wiley ties it. Wisdom ended it. In OT. Yeah, well, you still got a point. Still. That was the precursor. Valentine's Day. Back and forth game. You actually take the lead, but give up a goal late. Tie game. Phantoms win it in OT. Another one goal game. And now, yet again, you're up 3-2. Two shorthanded goals. A young, frustrated team that has a minimalist power play. And you can't put these guys to bed. I'm not blaming this on Copley. He did everything he could. And I, I could hear the fan base. What are you getting upset for? It's just uh, the season doesn't mean anything. That's not the point. These type of losses still hurt. I watched Pittsburgh blow a three-goal lead against the Flyers the following night. Thank God I wasn't doing a Pittsburgh Penguins broad- podcast. I would have been very salty that night. But these are the type of losses that start losing streaks that blows a team's confidence. And credit to the Phantoms. They fought right back in front of that audience. But you got to keep pressing against the Phantoms. you got to keep giving it all against them. Because with that young squad, they can bounce back. So, the sequel was on Saturday. And Saturday was... Uh, Another 1 p.m. start. Oy vey. I'm getting tired of these. Give me 4 o'clock. Give me 4 o'clock on Saturdays. I can get up. I can do some stuff around the house. And then I can settle in and watch hockey. Or a 7 o'clock Saturday game. Perhaps with more tickets opening up. Maybe we can do 7 o'clock p.m. games. But enough of this 1 p.m. Saturday stuff. Enough. I'm, I'm, I'm already tired of it. And it's it's March. I know. First first world problems. Hashtag Hershey problems. But anyway, let's get right to it. And uh, throughout the first, it was a slog of a game. This felt like a Sunday 3 o'clock start game. Shots are 5-2 Hershey, but it's still a lot of running and gunning. A lot of three-on-twos. Some cherry-picking teams trying to go back and forth. Late in the first... In comes the boys, just past the blue line. AJ from just nearly on the high slot just throws a little wrister on Felix Sandstrom, and oh my god, he scored! It went in. That little, that little high shot from the very high slot with a defender on him got past Felix Sandstrom. Stuff like that doesn't happen to us. Usually, those are kind of the cupcake goals that we give up. And I should know, those type of goals, to quote Gandalf, 
from Lord of the Rings of Two Towers. Those type of goals are the small stones that start an avalanche. <laughs> and oh boy, was it. So, okay, during the intermission, I'm doing some things around the house. I am just to kill time during the intermission. I go downstairs. I get the laundry taken care of. I hear the buzz on my phone. Okay, second period starting. Let me just take the garbage out. Just sit there by the door so I take it out later. Make sure some tax stuff I was doing was all fouled up. Walk back upstairs and look at my television. And it's 3 nothing Hershey three minutes into the third, second period. What? Huh? What? All I did was just step away and do a few things. And we scored two goals? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. First one, AJ getting a second off of a nice feed by Leeson. AJ just was wide freaking open right in front of Sandstrom. Who's boxing him out? Who's boxing out? Really? I mean, he's just right there standing at Felix just looking at him going, Hey, buddy. How you doing? Did you see my tweet? It's in the net. See you tomorrow. And just skates off. Beautiful. AJ and his beautiful hair. Two nothing Hershey. But it didn't stop there. The boys come right back. Two on one with Michael Scarbosa. Passes. Gets it back and just does a nice little dragon snipe on Felix Sandstrom. <laughs> it was beautiful. As Sandstrom went for the went for the poke check. Completely missed as Scarbosa just drags it around him and puts it into the net. And Felix is gone. Bye-bye. Goodbye. He must have heard the ringing of the bell. And he was off. 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Go Google it. You'll see what I mean. But anyway, 3 nothing Hershey. Quick strikes against this team. I love it. Take it to these Phantoms. Take it to them. And even while Jared Ronsky was trying to get AJ's goal out, the Bears just don't stop. Big, fat, juicy rebound left out front, and there's Kale Kessie, and he scores! Oh, my goodness. Kale Kessie puts it in the net. Wide open net on Zane McIntyre, who didn't even have time to get his pads all tied up. Mm. And that's it, that's great to see. Kale Kessie, his first goal as a Bear, and a year ago, well, actually over a year ago, the last major memory the Bears fans have of Kale Kessie is him knocked out on the ice after a fight. Wow. And now, here he is. He's got a goal. I'm sure there's somebody up in Manitoba that's real happy for that. Good on you, Kale. Really great to see that. 4 nothing Hershey, and we just coast put this little baby to bed okay chris mueller gets a goal near the end of the game to break out zach fusilli's shutout but who cares who cares he's okay guys we got this a nice stressless hockey game and the boys split the proverbial long distance home and home against the phantoms bears win it four to one the final great effort by the boys uh, Zach Fusaley didn't get back-to-back shutouts, although that would have been a little bit of nice of Hershey history to have the last goaltender to post back-to-back shutouts. But, hey, good on him. And you know what? It's really nice to see that. There were some good, healthy smattering of fans there as well. Zach doing constant promotion to make sure fans go. So is Hershey. And wouldn't you know it, like I said earlier in the week, more tickets were released, and yours truly got to go to his first hockey game in over a year. And I'll tell all of you how it went after the break. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast. Woo! What is up, Devils fans? It's your boy, Neil Villapiano. Make sure you check out the Devil's State of Mind podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. From Taylor Ham or Pork Roll to how much we hate the Rangers, we got you covered. New episodes every Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts or on the Hockey Podcast Network 
website. And always remember to rock on. Woo! And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. That was a nice little promo for the uh, the Devil State of Mind podcast covering all things Joyzy. That poor, poor son of a... Anywho, all right. So I teased before the break that we were going to talk about uh, my ventures back to Giant Center. Now, let me let you in on a secret, boys and, and girls. Um, the first half of this podcast was recorded on Saturday because I wanted to get those highlights done while I still had those thoughts in my mind that I had the day off, me and my beloved weren't together, and I wanted to knock all that out with some other podcast stuff I wanted to do as well. So I'm recording this on Sunday night, actually, after the Bears game against the Binghamton slash Newark Devils, which we will get to in a little bit. But I said I'd tell you about my experience going back to Giant Center. And, well, let me tell everyone. Tell about it. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Lucky Land Slots. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. I'm going to be honest with everyone. And, you know, that's what I always do on this podcast. I, I, I'm honest with, with people. You know, I'd much rather have you people be mad at me for being honest than just coming on here and lying to all of you. I didn't feel it. It's nothing against my beloved. I love her, and I love going to hockey games with her. It's just... There were 1,200 people at Giant Center, uh, part of the little bit of the rolling back of the state restrictions here in Pennsylvania. And even though I was sitting in section 201, I was right above the goal where the bears shot at twice beautiful vantage points to where you could see everything gets set up, plays get set up, people uh, skating around and stuff. It's, it's a great angle. My problem was, was that I just wasn't feeling the energy at giant center. It had no spark. It had no fire. It had no nothing. Like Chris Tucker in Fifth Element once said, I wasn't feeling the electricity and the vibe. And when I was walking around the concourse during the second intermission, I don't know if it was because I was a little hungry as well, but I felt alone. I'm sorry to, to, to kind of bring the mood down a little bit, but I felt alone. I, 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 Again, nothing against my beloved, but I miss my boys. I miss Jesse and his eagle eyes and logical brain that sees things that I don't. I miss having Joe Dub with me, who's the Paulie to my Tony Soprano, my consigliere, my right-hand man, my maybe muscle a little bit. I miss all three of us being the proverbial shield, you know, just like Roman, Dean, and Seth in the mid two thousand mid twenty tens, because that's what we were. We were together. We were a band of brothers who went to road games, who talked smack together, ate together, shared a hotel room. Not that there's anything wrong with that, and not just those two, but also the community that's up in two seventeen 
Jack, Ruth, Sharon, the old timers that, that are up there. Jack, who's always up there, whether it's up in Hershey or he's going to Reading Royals games. Um, having the ladies like Ruth and Karen and Helen up there who act as our surrogate aunts who whenever life just gets to us are just ladies we can go talk to and they're there. They're there. They, they act like secondary grandmothers to us. Um, you know, Jack, you know, Jim and Sharon, whenever they come out, uh, Jesse's mom and dad and the old timers that come up and share stories with us and feeding off the energy of a live crowd, even if it's only five or six thousand that I know that I, that if I'm not feeling it, I could feel that energy, that pulse that goes from person to person to person. That's at a hockey game. And my friends, this isn't just hockey this happens at. This happens at baseball. This happens at football, NBA game, conventions, these events that will come back, but not this day. And as I walked around, I'm like, yeah, I'm back. But this, I went to a hockey game. There was a hockey game, but there was nothing else. Providence has that charm and can get away with it. But I'm going back next Sunday, and I don't know if I'll be going back to Giant Center after that. But anyway, enough about that and me acting like Raven from Teen Titans. Let's move on. The Bears had a game to play. That's on a Sunday afternoon, 4 o'clock start at Giant Center as the Newark slash Binghamton Devils came into town. The Bears had a four-game winning streak at home going in. Going into this, so let's get right to it. The first period, I, everyone was a bit of a slog. Halfway through the first, the shots were 2-1. Yep, this is a New Jersey Devils type game. And we got late into the first, and just the boys were able to battle out of the corner. And just they throw one and one. Cody Clark just jams it right underneath Cormier, and he scores! The first goal I see back at Giant Center. Cody Clark gets it in. one nothing Hershey. Yes. I can't high-five Hillary because of COVID. Dang it. I usually kiss her when there's a goal. I can't do that either. The stupid pandemic. Ugh. At least I can do the Bears chant. Yes, I can do that. That's okay. <sighs> Makes me want to punch air because screw COVID. one nothing Hershey. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, enough of this pandemic. That's not what you're here for. One nothing Hershey, and on we go. Into the second period. And the boys just keep pressing again, but New Jersey, they're starting to play their four-check game a little bit. And that's one thing I started to notice with them, and we'll get into this here in a little bit. But if you want to throw this this Devils team off its game, you mess them up in the in the uh in the neutral zone. Because with their four check presence they try to get in, they try to activate their defensemen in, and if one of them gets a little greedy and you can take the puck away from them, oh, look, there's AJ, yoink, skates in the zone, he passes over to Leeson, looks, shoots, and he scores! Brett Leeson, big, beefy Brett, showing those silky mitts yet again. Ooh, ooh, I like what I'm seeing out of him. I like this. Big beefy boy knows how to shoot the puck. Me thinks he's been taking lessons from Lars Eller a little bit, maybe. I like this. Two nothing Hershey. And the boys, this, okay, this is going to be another easy game against the B Devils. These guys, these guys are cooked. They were up three nothing against Wilkesbury the other night and absolutely blew that game. So there's, there, and, <laughs> We're better than Wilkes-Barre, so we got this. Well, slashing call. Devils go to a power play, set up face-off just to the right of Phoenix Copley. Face-off, back to the point, tip, scores! What happened? I blinked and missed it. Face-off win to the defenseman, thrown on net, Danik Martell, because of course he would. And it's 2-1 Hershey. Danik Martell, you might remember him from such teams as the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. 
and the Syracuse Crunch. Now he's with Binghamton. Why does this guy end up on teams that we absolutely despise? Why? But anyway, okay, 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 okay. Like Hades would say, we're cool. We're cool. It's 2-1. We got this. We're fine. We got this. And we go into the third up 2-1. But again, I'm noticing with with Binghamton, they're starting to turn up that forechecking. They're getting three guys into the zone, hitting the Bears up against the boards, pushing and shoving them around, beating the Bears to loose pucks. I don't like where this is going. They're pressing. And I'm, I'm not counting the Devils out completely, but I'm not nearly as confident as I was at one point. So, uh, okay. Okay, early on in the second, the Bears you know, uh, try to press back against the Devils, but the Devils just do what they do. Heavy forecheck, get in the zone. Big hit on Shane Gersich, who coughs up the puck below the net, throws it out in front, they score! And, well, that escalated quickly to a, a place I didn't want this to go. 2-2. Two, two. And we're tied at two points apiece. So I say, okay, lots of time left in the third. Time to go to work. Let's do this. And with about seven minutes and change left in the third, a good lengthy shift by the Bears. I like where this is going out of them. As they're starting to apply puck possession. And their speedsters are getting off the boards or absorbing hits and passing the puck around. Hey, the Devils can't hit what they can't touch. And... Joe Snively works off the boards, gets into the high, high slot near the boards, drop pass. Garrett Pilon, who just throws a wrister, he scores! Long shot out of Garrett Pilon from the freaking parking lot, and it goes in. Hershey's in the lead, 3-2, yes! All right, as Freddie Mercury would say, all right, we're in this. Let's just put this little baby to bed. Seven minutes to go. We can do this. We can do this. The, the, the Devils, they're off their game a little bit. Now they gotta scramble and make the Bears almost make them pay on a few mistakes, but okay, we're gonna get these guys. We got this. And then buck 50 left in the game. Cameron Schilling takes a hooking. No! No! Don't do this! Don't you do it! Don't you do it! I had to deal with this in Pittsburgh back on on Thursday. I am not going through this again. Power play to end the game. Cormier goes to the bench, six on four, and the Devils go to work. They set up on the perimeter. They try some crossing plays. Can't get to connect, but never lose the zone. They throw some pucks. It bounces around, but they beat the Bears to the puck. The Bears are getting gassed. Oh no. Throw the puck down low to Martell, who's looking. The Bears are gassed. They're barely moving. They're just throwing sticks in the lane and, and hope that their sticks are going to interrupt pass, passing lanes. And the puck goes off of Copley's pad right to guy in front. They score! With 37 seconds left in the game, and we're tied at three. Dang it! Ah. <sighs> And I could feel it. I could feel this coming in the air of the night. Oh, Lord. To quote Phil Collins. Aye, aye, aye. I'm not going to watch this team blow a lead again. This is not going to happen. Not not to this team. I can respect the Phantoms, but not th these Devils. We're better than them. We've proved it. And we go to overtime, three-on-three, three, and the Bears do what you're supposed to do in three-on-three. Three. Puck possession, protect the puck, get bodies on and off. They get a rush here and there, but nothing comes of it. The Devils try to press, but they get pressed up against the boards, and the Bears just play slow, methodical, and painful. None of this stuff that Chicago and Carolina were doing two games. Two days ago, whereas up and down, back and forth, two on one, two on one, up and down, drink Gatorade, get going. Nope. Slow, methodical, and painful. And the boys get pressed up against the boards, um, on the far boards, 
and one of the defensemen goes off for a line change as Snively gets off the boards, throws it to a wide open. Martin Fivieri off the bench, on the circle, shot, he scores! He scores! Martin Fivieri has ended the game! And Twitter says, it's a Marty party! No! No! I reject that nickname with every fiber of my being. But Martin Fiviari has ended the game. That's it. At 140, Bears win it. 4-3 to the final. And win the weekend as they take both games Saturday and Sunday for the boys. Good stuff out of them. Good on you, boys. Way to get that win in overtime. Though, I'll argue, it should never have gotten to that point. But no, I'm not salty whatsoever. Nice shot by Martin Fiviari to to just get off the bench into the zone, put himself in a prime scoring spot, and just does not miss. Chef's kisses all around. So great job out of the boys to win the weekend. And I don't care if people don't like that saying out of Troy Mann. This is my stupid podcast, and I'll say what I want. So after this weekend, who's in first place in the division in the north? <gasps> well, would you look at that? With 7, 27, and 16 points, it is the Hershey Bears at 7, 2, and 2. Ah, yes, the advantage is ours once again, as it was destined to be. The Bears surpassed Utica, who sits at 688, although only played 8 games, at 5, 2, 0, and 1. We are going off of percentages, ladies and gentlemen. The Rochester Emmerks, or Americans, at 6-3, and three, played only nine games at 667. They are tied with Wilkes-Barre, who's at 5-2-1, also at 60, 667, and also at 667, at 5-2-2, two, two is the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, and 6 is the Syracuse Crunch, at 3-5-1, with 389, and sitting in dead last, much like their NHL counterpart, the Binghamton Devils, two, five, two, and one for seven points and three fifty. Get used to the basement there, Binghamton. You might end up being there for for a while. Uh, up in the three-team Atlantic is being led by the Providence Bruins. This is my surprised face. The Bruins are the best team in their division. We are so surprised by this turn of events. The Canadian Division sees Stockton Heat of Calgary in the lead at 7-14, followed by Le- Laval de Rakit. I said that wrong. My apologies to everyone in Quebec at 6-88. The Toronto Marlies at 6-6 and even 500. The Manitoba Moose also at 6-6 and sitting at 1-6. Oh boy. The Belleville Senators. 143. Woof. Uh, Troy Man, call your office. Over to the Central, the Chicago Wolves are in the lead at 773, followed by the Texas Stars. Texas Stars at 700 at 7 and 3. The Grand Rapids Griffins at 5 and 3 at 625. The Cleveland Monsters at 563. Iowa Wild 400 and Rockford Ice Hogs at 318. We'll get to them in a little bit. Lastly, in the specific, the number one team in all the length, the Henderson Silver Knights at 909 at 10 and 1. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Wow. Kind of makes you want to see a Carter Cup playoffs being play, played this year. I'm just saying Nevada, I hear, is lovely in June. <laughs> anyway. The San Diego Gulls at 6.43 at 9 and 5. The San Jose Barracuda, they've only played nine games at 4, 3 and 2 at 5.56. The Bakersfield Condors, Tucson Roadrunners, both at 500 at 5 and 5. The Colorado Eagles at 400. And in dead last, the Ontario Reign at 110 and 2. Wolf. Wow. And here I thought the LA Kings had the best farm system in all the land. Well, maybe they do, and their just youth needs a little bit of time. But that was your AHL roundup, ladies and gentlemen. So far, your leaders in each 
clubhouse in the Atlantic is Providence, in the north is Hershey, in Canada it's Stockton, Central, Chicago, Pacific is the Henderson Silver Knights, and we will see if we'll get some AHL goodness in May, but as I always tell people, love it, eat it while it's here, because it'll be gone before you know it. We'll be right back to wrap things up. Some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you. Brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. And now Semenko out in front of the goal, pounding away at Joe Kocher, who's down on the ice, holding the back of his head. Um, you know, actually, what, what really surprised me, especially with Twitter being like Leaf Nation, was Grimson over Colton Orr. That actually, that voting really surprised me. I didn't think that would happen. Don't forget to catch Fourth Line Voice Podcast wherever you find your podcast. Presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Mark Bergevin. And everybody goes on and on with the whole PK thing and blah, oh, and he hated him because he doesn't like fun and blah, blah, blah. I have heard from a few people that Mark Bergevin's hilarious. No, this guy was a riot. Yeah, he would uh, be at the bar and he's like, oh, I just had a penis colada. And the girls would like give a double take and be like, what? He's like, yeah, I had the penis colada, you know, I, it's not bad, you know. Enforcer based podcasting wherever you get podcasts from. I really got to listen to that podcast. The Fourth Line Enforcers podcast. Uh, I put that on because, honestly, we Bears have had some very good enforcers over the years. Dennis Bonvi, Joel Recklish, Dane Byers, just to name a few. So, we're going to have a little bit of AHL new- news here. Uh, we're going to start with Dateline Rockford. Illinois, the Chicago Blackhawks, courtesy actually Curtis of the Chicago Sun-Times, coming from the Chicago Sun-Times, the Blackhawks moving toward purchasing Rockford Icehogs while increasing focus on AHL development. Now there are, I, I'm reading a little bit of the article here and also paraphrasing, at least 19 NHL clubs already own their AHL affiliate and the Blackhawks Hawks could soon join that group cementing control over the Ice Hogs. The Rockford Ice Hogs, the Blackhawks HL affiliate, will likely be sold by the city of Rockford to the Hawks in 2021. Now, this this is being done because at the end of the 2021-2022 season, which would be in May of 2022, the lease between the two runs out. Now, the two have been each other's affiliate for about 15 years, so... Outside of um, the Ice Hogs moving in with said shut-up phone, with said Blackhawks, which I highly doubt would happen, it appears the Blackhawks are going to buy up the Rockford Ice Hogs lock stock and two smoking barrels. This is actually pretty good because this will add stability to the team. Again, there's at at least 19 out of the 31 teams own their AHL club, and that adds stability. Less threats of being moved. Well, they'll probably just change the Rockford jerseys to be the Blackhawks. Uh, boys and girls, I've seen the the Ice Hogs jerseys. They are carbon copies of the Chicago Blackhawks. And you know what? That's not a bad thing. Bad thing either. It appears old Stan Bowman uh, wants to build a winner through internal youth and what better way to do that than to lock down your AHL club so Rockford good on ya big brother's gonna bail you out and it looks like it's they're going to be purchased uh, now for those of you that are listening to this wondering or do the Capitals own the Hershey Bears and the answer is no Hershey Entertainment or Herco owns them and that's why the Bears still wear chocolate and white because if the Capitals own them you bet your sweet bippy that they would be wearing a lot more red, white, and blue, which is possible, but would still look bad. Sorry, hockey troll. Sorry. I mean, I wouldn't mind a red, white, and blue like alternate, but in terms of wearing it full time, no, no. But it appears the the Ice Hogs are going to be bought out and are going to be owned by the Blackhawks. Bowman wants to build from within. 
So good on them. He's already getting experience with all these taxi squads and players being moved up and down on a whim. So why not just buy the thing outright? It will also alleviate payments from the local government as well. So Rockford, your future is set, and the Ice Hogs and the Blackhawks are going to enter a marriage, which hopefully doesn't end in an ugly divorce. And that has happened before. 20 seconds left. Ooh, warning already? No? Okay. Well, that'll do it for another week of the Grit and Barrett podcast. The first podcast of being a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. And boys and girls, uh, I am excited about this. I really am. I am excited and nervous. And I really hope that I'm doing a lot of this right. There will be new, again, shut up phone. There will be new intros. There'll be new things I'll be testing out over the next couple weeks. And that's all I'm going to ask out of everyone. Be patient over the next couple of weeks while I try and figure out what works, what doesn't, and new intros and new possibilities to work out with. It's going to be a fun ride, and I just want to say stick with me through it. This past week, the Bears will only have two games, a Friday night game against Bingo, ooh, and a Sunday afternoon tilt against Lehigh, which I will be there for the following week. We double dip against the Devils yet again, and then another Wednesday night tilt in Lehigh, and then double dipping against Wilkes-Barre the weekend of the 27th and 28th. Now that week, I will be putting out the episode a little bit late as I will be covering a weekend shift, but I will be dealing with that when the time comes as well. But before we go, thank you to the Hockey Podcast Network for bringing me in and having sponsorship along this podcast and for believing in me. And having faith in me. And to all of you. As Drew McIntyre said when he won the WWE title. And pointed down the camera lens. In an empty performance center saying thank you. Thank you. And reached out. I'm saying the same to you. And I'm actually reaching out right now. Thank you. Thank you for all your listens. Your times. And your downloads. Let's keep this going. Let's build this. Let's keep going. As hopefully we come out of the tail end of all this horrible, horrible mess. Have a great week, everyone. Stay positive, test negative, and maybe I'll see you at Giant Center next Sunday. Go Bears. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.